listening to Karate Kid Minute, Cobra Kai edition. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And uh, we are here for the Cobra Kai Season 5 finale, Head of the Snake. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, first thoughts, first impressions, uh, I'm just going to say right up front, this is going to be a really short podcast. Uh, despite the title, we did not see the head of Snake from Karate Kid Part 3. He does not show up at all. Dang so, it. Two thumbs down, right? Yeah. I mean, boo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no Dennis either. No Dennis. That's right. Um, no, that's a lie. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but I really loved it. Uh, what, what did you think? I mean, yeah, I was, was getting a specifics. <laughs> yeah, it was a satisfying finale, and it, it felt like a good uh, – wrap up for most of the storylines they've there's like no dangling plot plot threads uh, far from like one or two yeah yeah we'll we'll get into it at the end of the show i think we should theorize a little bit about what season six is going to be all about yeah um but yeah right at the end of this i was like uh this could be a series finale i mean they Mm could have like easily made this into a series finale yeah wonder if that was the intention (laughs) They didn't yeah. know if they're going to get another or not. Yeah, I don't know. I did some scrambling today, reading different articles here and there, and uh, you know, not not a ton of uh, you know spoilers on uh, where it could have gone and what's going on, but uh, um, or where it's headed to. Um, but uh, lots of theories out there, and I'm, I'm looking forward to to talking about it. Um, I do want to give a warning out at the beginning of the podcast. Um, those with like sensitive ears uh, might want to just kind of keep your volume button in check because, you know, once I start sounding like I'm getting excited, I might get loud and I don't just don't want to hurt anybody's ears, you know, or make you drive off the road. Robin just turns into a high pitch <laughs> a squee sound. I think you, I, I think you, uh, 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 we're talking about Chris Farley. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this is going to be another one of those. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyway, this one is written by, again, uh, Bob Dearden, uh, who we've had on the podcast before. I think I and, heard and... that the main three didn't write any of the episodes this season. Is that true? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, they, they didn't. I don't remember ever reading any of their names or Where... directed. Where'd they go? <laughs> I know they're working on another show for Netflix called Obliterated. So oh, it could have been a very, I mean, it's, it's nothing new for shows that are like in their fifth season uh, that they, you know, the creators get a little fidgety and want to, the producers want to move on to something else, but they're kind of like uh, running things from afar. I mean, they're still doing press for it, you know, so yeah, it's yeah. not like they're, they've handed over those duties. To sure, they were involved in the overall uh, story beats. Right. But it they're seems also like working on the Ferris Bueller spinoff, too. Right. Yeah. It seems like they handed a lot of responsibility off to Bob. It sounds like. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess uh, we're going to have to find out. Uh, mm. And yeah, I said on a previous podcast, I man, I told you this before the show, but like, uh, I reached out to Bob for another uh, chat because he so graciously gave his time at the end of last season. Um, and uh, yeah, he says he'd be happy to come back on, on the show and uh, on the podcast and, and talk about uh, season five. 
uh, unfortunately, it's going to probably be like later November, December ish, because he's currently working on a different show as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I hope that doesn't mean he is done with this one. Uh, but uh, we'll see. I, I, I will press him for all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it'll be cool. It'd be it'd be nice. I think I'm. I uh, uh, I want to get a nice uh, rewatch in and really like. You know, now that the theorizing is all done, now it's time to kind of dig deeper. So it might be cool to kind of get some distance from the show and uh, and then come back to it uh, and have some good questions for uh, Bob, Bob Dearden. Um, oh, and we might as well also say at the beginning of the show, <laughs> I was going to say at the end, but uh, yeah, we kept threatening to cover the Karate Kid, the Jaden Smith version uh, as one of our bonus episodes after you finish Cobra Kai. But uh, as it turns out, neither of us really wants to do that. And it's our <laughs> podcast, so we could do what we want. Can you blame us? I, uh, if you look back at our feed, you can see that it was like a two-week break between Karate Kid 3 and Karate Kid 4. Sorry, the next Karate Kid. And then we went straight from next Karate Kid into Cobra Kai Season 5. So I got to say, I'm exhausted. <laughs> we need a break. And... That movie's not even part of the universe. Right. Yeah. Uh, and also, I don't think it's available anywhere on streaming right now. Like, I, if I'm going to watch that movie again, it's going to be for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So there's our plans. This is going to be the only episode out this week. We'll have another one. You know, Stay subscribed. We'll have another one coming to you uh, uh, probably before the end of the year. Uh, and then we're going to be doing Cobra Kai season six when that comes out. And I think after that, we'll probably just be able to be have, just have enough patience and energy to, to put into talking about the reboot of Karate Kid. And who knows, we might have yet another reboot to talk about. Yeah, it's true. More on that at the uh, end of the podcast, (laughs) I'd say we could also, did you see the video where they did, uh, like a Cobra Kai AI treatment. AI? No, I don't think so. Oh my god, you need to see this. Basically, they uh, had AI watch all five seasons of Cobra Kai and then okay. write write its own Cobra Kai script. Oh, okay, I think usually those are done by people, but <laughs> just it's imitating just... AI. Oh, uh, okay. It's... Well, either but... way, it's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, those usually are pretty good. Uh, maybe we could break that down minute by minute. It's only like four minutes. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all the announcements out of the way. Uh, please stay subscribed, though. We uh, we're, we're so happy you're here, and uh, you know if if you're if you jumped in for Cobra Kai, maybe you want to go back and listen to some of the coverage we did of the movies. Uh, I saw like a Collider article where it was just like. The latest season of Cobra Kai finally made it so I could go back and rewatch, go back and watch Karate Kid for the first time. And I just about like, I don't know, screamed uh, what? Through, my, through my computer in the dumpster when I read that. But uh, uh, <laughs> I think, I, think that I, I, I kind of poked into the article and it was, it was kind of like the, the person was worried about, um, you know, the Asian stereotypes and stuff and it being the 80s and not handled very well. But uh, um, No, it was handled pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I think so too. What do I know? <laughs> We're only Karate Kid Bennett. We don't know anything. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Head of the Snake, written by Bob Dearden, directed by Joel Novoa. This episode is 49 minutes. 
and it, that being the longest episode of the series. Generous. So are we thinking season six going to be is going to be like three movie length episodes to split, <laughs> and then there's three more later in the year. <laughs> Stranger like, Things style. Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it, but I also am like, wow, this is a lot. This is just too much right now. Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the synopsis for Netflix: A fight night erupts in the valley. As Johnny, Daniel, Chosen, and their students summon all their skills and strength to expose Terry and take him down. Yeah, I could not believe when Miguel pulled Terry's pants down and made him look like a <laughs> boy. Uh, exposed Terry in front of everybody. And then all the girls on the schoolyard called him fatty, fatty, fat, fat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, just a bunch of cackling schoolgirls going, pointing. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, I did split this into chapters, uh, but they're very long chapters. Uh, uh, it's just it's just because there's a lot of cutting back and forth between like three different plot lines. So, uh, but we yeah. start with the first chapter I called "Limo Scene." Okay. Thanks. Okay, that's the beginning. Here we go. Uh, okay. So Reggie's rider die skids to a halt on a dark road. Daniel jumps out is immediately attacked by the driver. Mike Barnes, I am such an idiot. Here I go. I'm sorry. I'm already yelling. I, I <laughs> warned everybody. <laughs> so stupid. Why did I not think Mike Barnes? Like I, I was like, Mike Barnes has got to come back. Well, I mean, it's, it kind of came out of nowhere. Why would Mike Barnes be there? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Did he know where they were partying? Was he just following them? Yeah, there's no, there's no explanation of how we got <laughs> a hold of their limo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but still, I mean, I, I was just happy to see him and, and it, Hey, uh, Sean Cannon, just looking rough, you know, like bearded now. Like I was commenting how he looked like a soap opera actor in his first experience, appearance, but like they, he, he bearded himself up. He's got these red eyes. He looks like he hasn't slept for a few days on something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Johnny stumbles out of limo and tries throwing a Coors Banquet can <laughs> at, a, at Daniel. <laughs> his Daniel bed. <laughs> I was so happy to see like uh, a gaggle of uh, of uh, Coors Banquet cans coming out of limo rather than uh, <laughs> a, a bunch of uh, White Claw cans, you know? Yeah. What did you? You must have been like geeking out seeing Daniel surrounded by his three villains. So cool, yeah. Like all I, at once. I wasn't even thinking about that, but I read that in some trivia. Like this is the only time that Daniel's and all three of his villains are on the screen at the same time. You know, mm. um, yeah, it was so cool because it's just like what's what's good. I mean, it, uh, what was great was another thing that I mean we didn't get the full extent of it, but I mean we've all wanted a Johnny and Mike Barnes fight, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess uh, we had to settle for just a, a brief uh, interaction. Scuffle. Yeah. What? A brief scuffle. A yeah. scuffle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, chosen calling him the bad boy karate and Johnny doesn't look that bad to me. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> here we go. Uh, but yeah, Daniel tries talking some sense into him and Mike is like, Oh, it was Terry. Well, let's go. Let's go kick his ass, like all of us, right now. And uh, it's so funny because you know Daniel's trying to talk sense, and he he's been keeping everybody 
cool heads. You know, we got to plan ahead. We don't want to risk anything. And but drunken, Dan, uh, drunken chosen and Johnny are all about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chosen's like I know his address. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and I I love that uh, Johnny. Uh, they mentioned that they he kicked all their asses and Johnny's like, well, it was a sucker kick actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds familiar. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, Mike uh, drives the limo off, abandoning Daniel uh, on the side of a road. So yeah, that worried me. I was like, "What? <laughs> you know, like you're just gonna abandon the Karate Kid? Like he's, you know, the Karate Kid? They're all drunk and high. Yeah, I know. All this right. is a bad plan. Yeah. All right. So the next chapter, I call. Barry Silver, Act One. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Sensei Kim is arguing with Terry about the rivalries. She's really disappointed about how this is going. I love the interior of this mansion, the the fireside, and they're both like drinking, you know. And they've got the uh, that painting, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll see at the end. But uh, yeah, this is the Storm on the Sea of Galilee. Uh, nice. I don't know if you know the. Uh, history behind this at all do you oh no this is a rembrandt uh and i think daniel says that at the end but <laughs> the funny thing about this is is this painting was stolen from a museum in boston <laughs> uh. in 1990 and has never been seen again nice so he's got a stolen boston museum like well it's actually the isabella stewart gardner museum in boston he's got that Hey, it is. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's, it's funny that he would steal something because he always just pays people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's, but. He's not, not known to steal. <laughs> yeah, but he could have, like, paid somebody to steal it. I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't see him, like, propelling in, <laughs> mm-hmm. lifting it out of there. Okay, so uh, we are outside. Uh, Johnny and Mike are thinking about who's going to kick that heavy oak door, but Chosen decides to use the doorknob. (laughs) Um, And Terry gives a smarmy welcome to Mike. And I love, it's so like Bond villain. He's just sitting back with his drink and Sensei Kim is like standing near his shoulder, you know? Um, And he warns them that violence on trespassers is justified. Mm -hmm. So we have the first of the senseis stepping up. It's uh, Minjin, according to the IMDb. Uh, Mike fights him off then yells at Terry to get up and then gets knocked out from behind, <laughs> which I'm just like, come on, Mike, what are you doing? <laughs> and then he's out for like the whole fight. And that was very I, disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was there know. scheduling conflicts or something? I don't know, but he conveniently is thrown into the next room. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't have to lay unconscious through the entire fight. Like he did yeah. in karate kid three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, I mean, if you remember during our part three coverage, you know, we talked about, uh, uh, Sean Cannon being injured mm-hmm. and when I saw him being thrown on the floor, I was like, Oh God, please don't go to the ER again and almost <laughs> die. Yeah. So yeah, all the video game senseis, uh, our old buddy patch and the rest of them <laughs> step out, uh, <laughs> to take on Johnny and chosen Terry sneaks out. Johnny brawls with the senseis and tells chosen to go after him. So we have, so, show- yes, the power levels don't make sense in the show anymore. <laughs> no, no, so they you- could, they couldn't, they couldn't take on 
one guy with the two of them, but they're holding off multiple. And then after Chosen leaves, Johnny holds off everybody by himself for a yeah, while. I mean, it holds off. He's more like getting tossed about. <laughs> but... Yeah, but spoilers, he wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to have something to fight for. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's beer muscles. You know, those always <laughs> help. <laughs> You don't, you don't really feel pain. Here's a performing performance enhancing drug. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they came in there loaded, you know, which is one thing I was like constantly like, Oh, I wish it wasn't like this. I wish they weren't like drunk and they were like at their top level fighting each other. Uh, yeah. It's kind of surprising how this whole thing goes down. Like, it's just like a haphazard, like, spur of the moment plan hey let's just finish this now and then, and then they and then they bust in his place and he's not ready and yeah it's just all messy and then it's over <laughs> that's a good question though like you know is this one of those things where they're like oh crap we got to do the finale <laughs> how do we get to the finale real, real quick you know we got so many things we need to wrap up let's just go there <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah chosen versus terry uh Terry says, uh, "Chosen said he's going to beg for mercy. It's time to find out if I'm going to do that." So, uh, like a little, a little bit of slow mo as they're taking their fighting stances, which just adds to the epicness of this. Um, so, yeah, Terry knocks Chosen down. Chosen gets back up for more. And I, oh yeah, I made this little. I love how these like beginning fighting stances are like recharge mode for them. Like they just kind of like. You know, they kind of uh, bring their fists back or whatever. They take their little stance before they're about to fight again. And it's almost like a, it's like, a, I don't know, like Mario leaning down and powering up. <laughs> for like that, for super jump. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see what happens here. Uh, Chosen drops the paralyzer on Terry's leg, uh, which makes him stumble over his table. And he starts calling, he, he's calling him, still calling him Taguchi. I just thought that was kind of weird how he just keeps calling him Taguchi rather than Chosen or mockingly calling him Sensei Well, Joe. does he call Daniel LaRusso? No, oh, he calls him Danny Boy. Yeah, he calls him Danny Boy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so Terry, uh, dirty, uh, rotten fighter that he is, he pulls out a sword, but Chosen has his size, and he says he's not afraid to kill. And Terry says, I'm not afraid to die. And I like uh, Thomas Ian Griffith's acting here. Like mm-hmm. when he says that, it, like his face is, it shows that he's like, he's, he's determined, but he's also, he's, it looks a little scared. He's like, this, this could be it for me. You know, if he gets the upper hand, like this is it. So, yeah, uh, he's, he's one of the best parts of the show. I think it's, yeah, it's crazy that he wasn't like retired from acting for so long. <laughs> I know. It's like he was saving up all the goodness for Cobra Kai yeah. season four and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they step outside and yeah, Leonardo and Raphael fight, fight it off. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Like a wading pool that they step into or like a fountain? Yeah, I guess it's just a decorative pool, not a swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. Just like this, this, uh, shallow, uh, port- I don't know. Maybe it is there. Probably full of coins at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chosen in terror, just slipping around. Like, oh, that was a dime. <laughs> That's how he makes his his uh, money. He invites people <laughs> to his house, and people make wishes, and he just gathers all the all oh, the money. The perfect plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a great Terry Silver plan. Yeah. Uh, 
throw your Terry Silver into the into the fountain and get your wishes. I was just um, thinking about the actors like doing this fight scene in the water. That'd just be uncomfortable. Just your feet yeah. wet the whole time. <laughs> I, I was thinking that having your feet like maybe like ankle deep in water, maybe just a little lower than the ankle, like that doesn't lend to karate very well because you're yeah kicking. So it's yeah, it's just basically they're working with their hands with their uh, their weapons. Yeah. So uh, Terry mocks Miyaki Do defense only training says they're both warriors and chosen disagrees and they they fight cling 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 cling. Um, <laughs> I, I I was taken out of it a couple times. I I kept spotting chosen stunt double. <laughs> but, oh, did you? Yeah. But yeah, uh, Terry uh, rallies against him, slices his shoulder. There's a it's another great slow mo shot after he slices his shoulder for the first time of this like close-up of the sword with like blood dripping from it and i think that was just you know cobra kai's way of being like yeah this is real like somebody yeah. could possibly die here <laughs> yeah are we gonna finally pull the trigger on a death <laughs> yeah is that a pun i'm the pun <laughs> guy um chosen's wavering fights on getting stopped again by a slice to the leg this time terry attacks again this time chosen uses the size to knock him on his back and he's there for the kill shot like terry is on his back he's like do it i was meant to die on the battlefield um and of course that's a reference to the fact that crease took his place in that death match mm-hmm. uh, with captain turner uh but chosen yeah he hears like a yell from inside the house and gets distracted and Terry just slices him one third time across the back chosen winces and falls into the water. And we get this overhead shot of blood pouring out of his back, like angel wings into the, into the water. And he's he's dead. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Turn your volume down. Everybody. I was so (laughs) mad. I was Oh my god, I was mad. I was like, how freaking dare Cobra Kai kill off Chosen Taguchi? No, <laughs> that is not. And yeah, I was, uh, I, I've been talking about spoilers. Um, mm. And I think one of those headlines that I saw over the last few weeks uh, was something referring to Chosen's death. So mm. I thought Chosen was going to die at the end. You'd been briefing me this entire uh, season, or not briefing, but kind of. Uh, even even private. uh private yeah even uh, uh our very own sensei kim not not the one from the show was even saying hey matt keeps asking you about somebody's gonna like w- what would you think about if somebody died like <laughs> i was like i have an idea what that might be about but i can't say anything yet <laughs> uh so yeah i i did i saw one it was one of those headlines uh like a kind of a peripheral vision kind of thing like you see like a picture of yuji uh, something about chosen and death. And I immediately like clicked away. I was like, Oh my God, I just spoiled myself that chosen dies at the end of the season. Mm. And so throughout the season, there's, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of setup that perhaps, you know, this is it for chosen. Like he's making all the right moves, but he's like, really, uh, he's a day away from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he calls Kumiko, you know, like all this stuff. Uh, so I was preparing myself, but I was also, when this happened, I was livid, livid. I, I was like, I, I 
listen, I'm going to keep watching this show, but I'm not, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be mad that they killed it. Like, I was like, I just don't think they have the right, <coughs> even f- after five seasons to kill a karate kid movie legacy character. Just what if Mark, uh, Robert Mark Kamen was okay with it. Okay. If Robert Mark Kamen wrote the episode, I'm here <laughs> for it. Or even well, advised like story by Robert Mark Kamen and yada, yada, you know? Um, yeah, if it was Robert Mark Heyman who was involved, that's when I'd be like, okay, okay. So that's You don't it. think they've earned the right to uh, take some creative license with the characters after five seasons? Creative license is one thing. Killing them off entirely is quite the other. <laughs> Unless they bring magic into the season when one all of a sudden Chosen is re- resurrected. I was also, like, confused. I, I, like, I was watching this with Kim and, and going, but... I don't understand. Like he sliced him in the shoulder and the leg and across the back. That, like, that that's not stopped. a kill shot. No, it can be that. That should have in a, in a more violent show that would have severed his spine. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess, but it didn't look like it was something that traumatic. <clears throat> it looked like I saw a slice and it looked like maybe it's like shoulder blade or something. Yeah. It was just and a flesh maybe, wound, I guess. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, so yeah, I was I was so mad. Moving on, <laughs> and th- this was the second thing after something that's already happened in the first scene of the episode. Yes, yes, uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> I figure we'll save uh, we'll save Crease for the end because he's <laughs> way the, the the episode ends is pretty cool. Um, all right. So meanwhile, Johnny's doing his best. He says he feels no pain because of the whiskey and the white claw. And then they <laughs> beat him, and he's like, "Okay, that hurt." <laughs> uh oh there was a great like tv logic thing or even movie logic did, did you they they all start like beating on him and he he actually says damn it wait your turn <laughs> like as if he knows like you're supposed to take turns you're not supposed to all attack me at once this is this is fiction <laughs> uh so yeah they just start beating him and then finally uh they've they've got him and terry comes in from his fight with chosen and says that Chosen is off the board. And uh, boy, I hated Terry Silver. I was so mad. I was like, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to hate Terry Silver. I'm not going to say I hate the Cobra Kai producers for killing or or uh, the great Bob Dearden for <laughs> killing off Chosen Taguchi. But, you know, I'll be mad at Terry. Uh, so Terry talks about how much Kreese liked Johnny and how Johnny has a lot of guts. And then, then he's like, but attacking me on my own turf. Come on. I love the delivery of that. Like, what do you think you're doing? Even coming at me like this. Um, then he goes, at least you won't be around to screw up another kid, which I thought that was what was going to get Johnny going. Mm. But then the music cuts out and he tells his henchman, he's like, finish him, which I thought was great because yeah, I think we've talked about it before. Finish him. Like, does that mean kill? He's going to kill him. Yeah, it's never like in the in the dojo. It just means like hit him one more time. <laughs> hit him one more time, so he's knocked out or something. Yeah. So our video game henchman, I'll start beating the hell out of Johnny. Mm-hmm. When all of a sudden the ultrasound falls out of his pocket, and uh, yeah, this gives Johnny the uh, motivation. And also, the soundtrack, by the way, is playing. Uh, the song Runnin' Wild by Airborne, which I think Johnny wore a t-shirt for before. Airborne? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I guess the ultrasound and hair metal uh, gave uh, gave Johnny the motivation to just beat the hell out of all these guys. Just brawl, brawl, brawl until he comes out on top. Yeah. Um, 
one thing I wanted to, I, I mean, I don't want to like lay out every single punch here, but like one, one of them comes at him with a sword and then he ends up like blocking it or something. He ends up slicing sensei Odell's arm and cuts Odell, his finger. <laughs> wait, wait, there was a finger. Yeah. <gasps> I didn't even notice that was a finger. Yeah. He lost his pinky. <laughs> oh no. Oh geez. See, I thought he sliced his arm and then I saw like blood just spurting out. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, he hit like a major artery or something. <laughs> but I guess it nope. makes more. Yeah, because like then Johnny just knocks him out anyway. And I'm like, OK, you're just going to you gotta leave him there to bleed out and die. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like they sliced his wrist or something, you know. Uh, <laughs> and we had a great TV gag. We had to fit a TV gag in. Always a broken TV, a mounted TV f- getting knocked into and falls to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> can't not do it right and then the two get ready to execute him with a sword when someone jumps in and takes the both of them out and i was like oh my god it's chosen it's chosen it's chosen and it's mike bars i'm like all right <laughs> mike i guess yeah but uh i was glad at least got back into the fight uh, well, the stunt double did at least the only thing <laughs> yeah, the right. actual actor did was stand up afterwards. Yeah, right. I love Johnny's <laughs> remark to him after where he's like, "I did most of this." Yeah, <laughs> like remarking really the, did. <laughs> the damaged room. Yeah. All right, so that is the end of Barry Silver Act One. Let's move on to Barry Silver Act Two. <laughs> uh, and this is with the kids. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Miguel, Dimitri, Hawk, and Robbie are surprised to see Sam and Tori show up in the courtyard together. Uh, but we're all teaming up now, and the plan is to get the video of Silver beating Stingray up uh, and upload it to YouTube. Remember them? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Dimitri's the tech guy, so he's like, oh, we can find the footage on the servers. And then Tori's like, you know, I was in the flagship dojo and I could have sworn I saw a dojo there. I I saw it. Sorry. Dojo there. Saw a server there. I'm just (laughs) like, okay, Tori, sure. (laughs) We'll go Uh, with it. Yeah. Uh, so we go to the flagship dojo and, uh, Robbie offers to hack the security system, uh, with his, his own tech town, uh, knowledge. Uh, or whatever he said. Oh yeah. He says I broke into many places. Uh, he wasn't actually working for tech town. I kept to keep reminding myself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tori has a key card. Uh, so, uh, the rest of the kids show up and, uh, yeah, Mitch, he's late for some reason. Someone was holding him up. Hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> so inside Dimitri and Eli start their, uh, binary brothering, uh, Meanwhile, Robbie takes out a camera and of course there's another one hidden and I just love, they have just like cheesy action music playing, like just exciting music as they all like gather around Dimitri looking at a computer. And I'm like, yeah, this is super (laughs) exciting. I'm glad they got the kids to do something really (laughs) awesome in this, not knowing what was coming really. Uh, Yeah. You should never be in doubt that karate's coming. (laughs) There's got to be some karate coming. Yeah. So I'm going to do some uh, kung fu on this computer. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah. And I lo- I don't know. I mean, you've been behind a computer a little bit, myself included. Wasn't it fun to see Dimitri just kind of like like scrolling through code? He's like, I'm going to find the video. And he's just scrolling through all this. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any TV writers know exactly how hacking actually works. <laughs> I mean, I certainly don't either, so I can't correct them on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they find the video, but it cuts off before anything is seen. It looks like Terry's about to pull back for a punch, and then, uh, but Tori has an idea about a date and a time for a different video, and. Again, we have this suspenseful moment where Tori leans over the computer and types in the date. And then Dimitri types, and it's all very exciting, all this <laughs> typing. Uh, but they are distracted because suddenly the, the Cobra Kai's show up. Oh, how did they know? Kyler yells, Mitch, get your ass over here where you belong. Mm. Uh, wow. I, uh, I didn't I see was, that. I, was, I did not see that coming at all. And they did set it up pretty well. Uh, he kept last... being enamored uh, by everything Cobra Kai did. Yeah, yeah. The 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 protein shakes, the girls, you know, the cool and merch. Then, yeah, and then Bert's like penis breath. How could you? <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> and uh, Mitch uh, <laughs> talks about how cool Co- Cobra Kai is compared, and then Kyler calls him penis breath and tells him to shut up. <laughs> so just like great job, Mitch. Yeah. Real smart move. <laughs> but I love that he was so cocky that he wore a hoodie over a Cobra Kai t-shirt just so he could like be like, ha, it was me the, the entire time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenny starts getting into Robbie's face. Miguel steps in between them uh, and says, you don't want to do this. And then Kenny's like, yeah, I do. And Kenny starts the rumble. Yeah. And did you notice that uh, he's doing uh, he's imitating terry silver did you notice he, he was is he doing the ites 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 he was doing hassa oh. <laughs> yeah. uh at least he did it in that scene uh yeah, yeah. well it makes sense yeah <clears throat> like that must be the coolest thing if you think Terry silver is the coolest you gotta you gotta you gotta make his is, is pretty good i don't know i like uh let's see if chosen's is like or something like that like the the lifting the house thing or <laughs> Daniel, I don't know if Daniel has a. Uh, I don't a, think he uh, has. I don't think he vocalizes much. No, he's too. He's too focused on not screwing up his form. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Does Johnny have anything? I don't know. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, I, uh, I, uh. yeah that's right. <laughs> All right, uh, you can turn your volumes back up again. Sorry, people. Uh, <laughs> Robbie tries to get Kenny to come to the light side, but Kenny is full of hate. Hate leads to anger. Uh, uh, Kenny uh, drops the silver bullet on Robbie, which again, it's like, is it looks just like it knocks his breath out, and he's pretty much back up again uh, after. But I do love that uh, it's right at this moment, like Miguel, like almost swings in on a vine, like slides across the mat to like take out like three guys that are beating on Robbie. So yeah. Uh, Dimitri needs time to log into the YouTube channel. And, uh, this is unrealistic right here because there's no, uh, uh, automatic annoying pop-up to join YouTube premium. As soon as he opens up YouTube, <laughs> really, really unrealistic. It's just, what do you think about that? By the way, just kind of bringing in YouTube. I mean, cause they can't upload a video to Netflix, I guess, but it's just strange yeah. that they're still using YouTube. I don't know. You think they should have just made up their own generic YouTube? You mean? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Or just like upload it to the Cobra Kai website or something. The, I don't know. 
yeah. or uh, to their yeah. Facebook, which is like not, well, I guess Facebook owns YouTube, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, wait, no. no, Google does. Google does. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't mind when they use real world uh, services and products as long as it doesn't feel uh, shoehorned. Yeah. This feels like something that, that they would do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I don't, really, I, I, I don't mind that either, but considering Cobra Kai was put out by YouTube the first couple seasons, was it a callback, like a shout yeah. out to the people that got it started or? <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I don't know. You feel they, you feel they should be, uh, feel uh betrayed by youtube <laughs> for not funding more seasons yeah well i mean if it was just them maybe but you know when youtube was just like i'm done we're done creating original content um together yeah yeah maybe it's not something you take very personally mm -hmm. and uh of course you know cobra kai is bigger than it ever has been you know on netflix so uh, so yeah, uh, Kyler comes up and mocks Fohawk and Hawk gets a little, uh, gets a little speech here where he tells basically that Kyler's act is getting stale. Everybody you bullied has kicked your ass. And Dimitri's <laughs> like, I haven't. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does. But, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hawk fights them. And then Dimitri goes mobile, helps Hawk. And he, he knocks Kyler into Silver's desk, like knocking him out. And he says, man, that felt good. And then calls him a bitch because that's, <laughs> that's Kyler's line. Yeah. Uh, they fight their way out and Hawk does this thing where he like flips the laptop between his hands as he's fighting. And For some reason, it seems he didn't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. Also, he didn't, he didn't even switch. He didn't even use the hand that he freed up when he flipped. Oh, really? the, maybe he did. I don't know. I didn't even notice. I was more concerned about like, how is that video still uploading with the tablet closed? Like, mm. that, doesn't it send it to sleep? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, they come down the stairs and somehow Kyler is right on their heels, knocking the laptop out of Hawk's hands. Anthony picks it up and uh, yeah, great, great reaction shot from, from Anthony. Just like, Oh shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, here's where protect the egg comes in. See, <clears throat> bad eggs there was a point to it all protect the egg yeah which i i did like the the staging of it like they're all like circled around him and just like they all let out like this kaya like they're like they're like very like we're gonna be a strong barrier that you're not gonna get through mm -hmm. also miguel is now employing a fighting technique where it looks like he can't get his flannel shirt off <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think we ever really see anything cool being done. He's just kind of standing there fighting with, with his flannel shirt, ready to fight. I can't remember. Is he doing like a, a uh, Jackie Chan thing where he like ropes <laughs> people's arms in, into his shirt and stuff? Or uh, is it an homage to jacket off jacket on? No, <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, maybe we should talk about that move. No, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember seeing him actually fight other than like the beginning of a fight like he's like headed he like but he's he's got it i don't know i i know you could do some cool stuff with that but yeah i've really seen show that off. plenty of martial arts mo movies where people wrap somebody's attacks up in their shirt right i mean it's really easy to snap somebody's neck you know if you yeah. <laughs> uh meanwhile tori's trying to get Devin to come back to the light side uh but she has to keep fighting off Cobra Kai students that are coming at her. And then suddenly Sensei Kim, who's left the mansion, she is here. She tells Tori, 
that she disappointed her, and she's going to deliver one final painful lesson to her. <laughs> Excuse Which, me. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's the first time we've ever seen like an adult get in the fray with the the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she has Besides no the very movies. first fight scene in the first episode where Johnny was beating up uh, Kyle. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, she's pretty mean. She knocks Tori down. She steps on her hurt wrist hand thing there, um, and then Sam jumps in to help, and they both face her. And I wrote a note to myself. I was like, "Oh my god! Thank goodness we have girls fighting girls. It's good." Okay, no, 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 boys and girls are gonna fight right now. Yeah, uh, never, <laughs> never. Uh, Kim uh, fights them off uh, and Sam even gets the ponytail to the face, (laughs) (laughs) which I was like, that's cool. Uh, uh, I'm I'm so glad that they decided to use that as a weapon, you know? Um, And that's when Devin jumps in, which is okay. Like she's a girl. So she gets to join this fight. Uh, Yeah. What did you think of that? I I was, I was looking forward to Tori and and Sam fighting together, but. I guess they set it up already that Tori and uh, Devin have a rivalry with this sensei. So. Yes, yeah, Sam doesn't have any uh, 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 skin in the game. I guess yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She's this is the first time she's met Sensei Kim. Yeah, so, yeah. It's probably it's just more. There's more emotional stakes when you have like people that have had these arguments before, uh, fighting it out. But. Uh, yeah, Kim warns her not to threaten her chances of being a champion, and Devin says she's going to get her there her way, not Kim's, um, which is cool. I think that really speaks to to Devin's character. I think it speaks to the character. I was wondering about like what's going on with Devin. Like, why is she uh, still part of Cobra Kai? Um, and I think it's right during this, even before the video is shown, that Devin's like these guys are just no good. <laughs> like they're awful people mm-hmm. um but i like that you know the the devin we met uh in the last season was you know like like that that debate session like she's really she's she's a tough kid and i think she was just doing all she can to succeed and thought she'd be able to get by using cobra kai but i mean i guess so did robbie right? <laughs> whatever uh but yeah unfortunately you can't just hang out in that snake den and not have any sort of repercussions. Uh, So, uh, yeah, Devin tells Sam, go help your brother. Um, All right, so let's move into Barry Silver Act 3. So we haven't talked about them, but meanwhile, uh, probably not at the same time earlier, uh, Amanda and Carmen are relaxing. What looks like some matcha tea, right? Matcha tea? Matcha tea. Tea. Yeah. It was looked. It was teaish and was looked green. So that's probably matcha then. Yeah, <clears throat> decaffeinated maybe. Maybe <laughs> Carmen's pregnant. Um, <laughs> Amanda gets a phone call, and I love that the phone lit up and it said "Hubby Son." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but his connection is terrible, so he says he's dropping a pen, which I had to. Go- I had to Google. I was like, "What is dropping a pen?" I didn't know. Uh, oh. but- did well, you know? it's like a pin on a map and it's yeah. like, come here to this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My wife uh, and I have, uh, our, our locations shared with each other at all times. <laughs> yeah. So I can, I always know where she is. She always knows where I am. Yeah. And, okay. So good. I was going to share and, uh, let you know as well that Kim and I also have, <laughs> I think we're really sharing that. each other's locations. <laughs> 
Um, but it's really like it's not like a. I, I guess all stalkers say it's not a stalkery thing, but it's not a stalkery thing. Uh, it's a peace of mind thing for me, like because Mel yeah. has Mel is prone to being like, "All right, I'm going out just to do this sh- short errand." Then she disappears for three or four hours because she's like decided <laughs> to do other stuff, and she won't answer her phone. Right. So I have no idea where she is or when she's getting back. So I'm like, "Oh, maybe she's dead." <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I sometimes use it as a joke. Like, uh, I use an app. I mean, there, there's, there's, uh, there's <clears> the way you can share it within like, uh, Apple, like the uh, iMaps or whatever the iPhone. Uh, mm-hmm. but we use this app called life 360, which I yeah. think is like made just for parents monitoring their kids' phones. <laughs> so you can literally like put the map on and see the person like driving along and it'll, and it'll show a little, uh, icon, whether it, like they're moving fast enough. Oh, they're in a car, you know? Um, so I sometimes like, we'll text her and be like, don't miss that turn. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, and, uh, or, or it'll say like, like you could bring up their, uh, their location on the map and it says like 10 minute drive to Kim. <laughs> you know? so, yeah. Uh, it's just convenient. And if, it's if convenient. either, if neither person minds, then why not? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, so Daniel is, uh, out there on the road and, uh, some, okay. Yeah. They're on the phone and there's some screeching tires outside. And Amanda tells Daniel that Cobra Kai is here. And it's at this point where the kids hadn't shown up at the flagship dojo. So I guess it's a little bit of a fake out that maybe for some reason. They're going to attack Amanda and Carmen. Or they're just coming for. Like, where are they? They're at, uh, are they at Amanda's? Are they at LaRusso's or are they at, uh... I would assume so. I think they're at the Russo's, yeah. Like, maybe they're there to come after Sam or Anthony or whatever. Um, but yeah, it took me a minute and I was like, oh, that's Stingray. He's driving the Cobra Kai car, so, yeah. Is that thing available in Matchbox form yet, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to get, I'd like to get a, uh, the, the classic yellow car for Daniel. And uh, the Cobra Kai car for Johnny as like a little matchbox collectibles. Um, all right. So Daniel tells her to call the police and then freaks out because, yeah, the connections drop. So he has no idea what's going on. And he doesn't he thinks the kids are there. So he's like, get the kids out of there. So Daniel runs down a dark road and finds a redneck pissing on his truck. I mean, it really looks like he's taking a leak on his bumper. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the redneck thinks he's drunk, but Daniel explains he's not that drunk. He's got champagne all over himself from the limo. And this redneck's like, okay, buddy, well, <laughs> F you. <laughs> like, and then Daniel's like, I'm going to get a ride one way or another. That, that seems un-Daniel like. I mean, he thinks his family's in danger. I think I that's... Is he that, willing to beat up this innocent man? <laughs> I mean, he's acting like a jerk. Uh, I mean, I think Daniel... Will just say like, you know, I could, I can, I'll pay his hospital. you and steal your car. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it's then when two other rednecks step out of the truck. Mm. Uh, did you recognize either of them? Uh, I think you said earlier in the season that one of them was played by. Was it Bob Dearden? Bob Dearden. Yeah, the taller one in the middle is the writer of this episode, and uh, I was so happy to see him. I was like, because yeah, he shared some behind the scenes shots on his Facebook and it was, it showed him in redneck apparel. 
Uh, so yeah, Daniel gets ready to fight when a familiar vehicle skids up. It is Stingray. And as he was <laughs> saying it, I looked at Kim and said, come with me if you want to live. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, like, oh, come on with the pop culture references. I mean, uh, he's you. <laughs> basically, yeah, I know, right? Oh my God. <laughs> All right, well, podcast is about to be over. I've just realized I am Stingray. <laughs> He's, he said that he said I should have taken you with me. That was so cool. <laughs> uh, oh, and we also even get like, uh, did you notice there's a bit of a Back to the Future riff on this too? Uh, I don't know what what is it. Well, Amanda's like the kids are in trouble, and and Daniel's like, what kind of trouble? And it's like, get in, you know, and then they skid off and there is some very Alan Silvestri-esque is that <laughs> word? Uh, music going on there. Yeah. Watch that scene again. It is. Yeah, it's, it's like the end of Back to the Future where it's like, you know, what's wrong with my kids? You know, are they assholes or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's here where we see Carmen's in the backseat, which I'm like, why is why is she there? She should be home. <laughs> why is the pregnant lady being bounced around the backseat mm-hmm. of Stingray's car? Uh, as they skid away, I just want to note that writer Bob Dearden throws a can at the car and yells, asshole! <laughs> <laughs> that was ad-libbed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So on the drive there, Stingray apologizes to Daniel. He says he found out on a group text that Daniel's students are walking into an ambush and he realizes he had to he had to tell Daniel the truth and, you know, go help help the kids. He also puts on his shades, which Daniel freaks out about, and he says, Stingray see better in the dark. Okay, come on. I wouldn't do this. Like what, yeah. come on. I, uh, all right. He's really I, into the character. He is really into the character. <laughs> uh I haven't been able to look back on social media to see all the things that each of the cast members have shared, but I did see a post from Ralph Macchio today on his Instagram, uh, talking about, uh, it's showing photos from the last scene that was shot for season five. And it was this scene, the interiors with him and, and stingray in the, in the car Hmm. were the last scene they shot for season five. Interesting. I was noticing, uh, on my first watch of the finale, the Stingrays, like, side whiskers, they were looking very fake. <laughs> they oh, looked God. like they were just kind of tacked on. And I'm like, oh, now it makes sense because he probably came back for reshoots. Yeah. <clears throat> so when they get to Cobra Kai, uh, we got Big Red out front with a couple of goons. Uh, this is the first time he's had a line. Yeah, right. Uh and he and uh, and Little Red get to say something to each other. <laughs> on the way, uh, at the end of the episode, it's like, uh, uh, it's cool that they're giving some of these long-time background players uh, some lines. And when it comes Nothing to Big Johnson, Red... It... Sorry? <laughs> Nothing for Johnson, though. Nope, nothing for Johnson. <laughs> uh, and where's Rickenbacker? He's just, he's gone. Um, mm. I keep looking for him. There's a guy that looks like Rickenbacker, but it's not Rickenbacker. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's this whole like mythology that is un is not talked about on the show, but has been noticed by Cobra Kai fandom that, uh, 
Big Red is on the Cobra Kai side, and Little Red is over at the Miyagi-Do Eagle Fang side. We just assumed they were brothers. <laughs> they both have red hair. It makes sense, right? Yeah. But, yeah, they, they confirmed the fan theory here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to skip ahead, but I was so excited about that. It was so funny. Uh, like To anybody who's just kind of like watching the show normally, like probably would be like, who are those? What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, Daniel says he doesn't want to fight kids, uh, like your your hero, Mr. Miyagi, uh, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stingray's, though, <clears throat> very happy to beat up teenagers, and yeah, he just takes them each out with one kick each. It's very, uh, it's like, all right, gay Stingray. He does the weird crawl up like a crab. I know, what? What was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what a Stingray is, I don't know. I keep going back and forth on whether or not I like Stingray. <laughs> I just sometimes I'm like cringing and sometimes I'm laughing. I don't know. Yeah. So they get inside and Amanda sees like, you know, the Cobra Kai surrounding uh, Daniel and Johnny's students. Uh, and because they don't have a name yet. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, she decides to call the cops. And I like the Daniel just kind of like starts pushing kids aside. He's like, all right, knock it off. Knock it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was expecting like some of those Cobras to turn around and start fighting Daniel. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is where, uh, oh, wait, did I skip over it? I don't know. The video. Uh, yeah, there's a seed. Oh, I must have skipped over it. But, oh, yeah. Okay, so. The video yeah. goes up at the same time as the uh, the adults come in, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I do love that, um, you know, for the uh, the least, the less knowledgeable out there, you get a nice close-up of what screen mirroring is all about, you know. Like, yeah. You want a screen mirror from your uh, – of course, they didn't have the extra step. If you're – if he's screen mirroring for the first time, uh, he probably would have to enter a code in. But then again, maybe Terry's used that laptop to screen mirror before. So Must now have. it's believable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to think that out. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the video that Tori was referencing was the one where uh, Terry talks about paying off the refs at, at the tournament. And uh, yeah, well, I did. I cheated and I'll do it again. If you know, uh, which, yeah, there was another duh moment. Because when Tori's like, I got a, I got an idea, and starts typing things in, I was mm-hmm. like, was it, is it going to show the stone thing? Like how, like they ganged up on her and made her hurt herself or something like that? I, I forgot about earlier in the season in that conversation. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we get a little shot of Kenny looking a little crestfallen. And then there's a shot of me pointing and going, ha ha. Uh, <laughs> So Terry walks in and Robbie and Tori, he's just like, oh, that's your plan, Danny boy. And Robbie and Tori get to be like, nope, it was our plan, which is cool. Um, Terry tries rallying the students, but yeah, no one's listening. No one's echoing him. And then he tells Daniel he's the last man standing after his home was attacked. And he he just gets into full villain monologue mode, which is great because it kind of plays over the other scenes. Yeah. Did you think this was believable that all of his students would abandon him like just based on the like honor principle? It was not honorable. <laughs> I was waiting for Kyler to be like, seems legit. 
Yeah. <laughs> like the way he's trained them, I think most of them would be okay with that too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They can't all be that prideful that they they care so much about uh like winning legitimately. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. I mean, I could I could see, unfortunately like so many like there have been a lot of cobras that were added over this last season. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of faces I do not recognize. Yeah. Um so you can't get a lot of characterization out of them. But yeah, it would have been interesting <laughs> to see like Kyler or or like Mitch go oh well you know no biggie uh, no biggie you know we're cobra kai you know i totally believe in terry's philosophy that you know, like you have to win no matter what yeah and uh, then he also he also revealed that the good guys quote unquote attacked him in his home so yeah that's yeah it's also a point in his favor for yeah i might get some more people on his side i don't know it wasn't it wasn't quite believable that it was so clean and so easy I mean, yeah, there is a bunch of. I mean, maybe, maybe it's just the fact that he's looking all disheveled and bloody. Because they attacked him in his home. <laughs> yeah, I know, but maybe it, like it lowers them in their 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 eyes. Like he's he doesn't look as strong. He looks a little more pathetic. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, he says life isn't a fairy tale. It's a competitive sport. <laughs> Which I thought was great. Like, yeah, I'm equating life to a competitive. Like all all the things I do in life are are just like a, like a karate tournament and we're going to win no matter what. Uh, <clears throat> so Terry tells Danny boy, he needs to accept his ass was kicked or he could just do it again. And Amanda says, do what you have to do. And here's again, the power levels. <laughs> Daniel has not acquired any sort of significant uh, training or power up between these two fights, but this time he wins like hand handily. I'm sorry. Are we just going to just like say he wins and not go through this fight that I've been looking forward to for, <laughs> I don't know, ever. Uh, <laughs> well, we can. We can. Uh, listen, there's he, okay. He's got a little bit of alcohol in his system. And we've, we've established that that's a, a poor performance enhancing drug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but uh, you know, Terry has uh, already been through a, a fight with chosen yeah, okay, that's true. So he his power levels brought down a bit. You know, they true. drive over, he probably got a little sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I think at this point they're they're pretty evenly matched because like one's got a little bit of impairment and then the other they, they both have their own sets of impairments, I guess. Yeah. And Daniel's motivated by uh everyone around him, I guess. That's right. <clears throat> it's just like they've been saying, you're like you're motivated by friends and fan like Daniel fights for something he believes in. He doesn't he doesn't just fight to win. He looks around them and all he sees is uh is ultrasounds. <laughs> <laughs> just everybody's got an ultrasound on their face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, it worked, not my it baby. Worked, it worked for Johnny, it works for uh, Daniel. We're doing this for Johnny's baby. <laughs> uh so yeah, Terry says this is where Miyagi Do ends. Okay, so let me just tell you where I was in watching this mm-hmm. episode. So, like I said, hanging out with Kim, and she's making a pizza. Uh, She's not watching? No, no, no. She's watching. She's just got a pizza in the oven. Okay. And I see there's like five minutes on the timer left, and I'm like, you're not going to interrupt this. Uh, you're not going to make me pause this while uh, you're getting pizza. out. So I was like, I'm pausing this now. And we just sat there. And At what point did you pause it? 
it was right when it was it was right when Daniel like steps up and uh, I was like, oh my god, here it comes! Oh, yeah. so excited. Um, so yeah, we we paused we paused the show and she went and took care of the pizza and I was just like, get everything done, sit down, and we're gonna watch this. <laughs> so yeah, so after that, uh, yeah, so Daniel says. Oh, he says, Miyagi-Do is here long before us and will be here long after us. The roots are strong, so the tree will survive. Oh, perfect. Uh, <laughs> I, I was happy. Again, this is like, uh, we, we, we talked about Karate Kid Part 3 and, I mean, how much I wanted to see Daniel uh, getting back at Terry about this. You know, not like in a revenge way, but gosh, that so just... <clears throat> He was like groomed. He was groomed and abused. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Terry tries to sucker punch because he, I, I love that Terry's like kind of looking around like, look at this guy over here. And then he just comes right back around and tries to sucker punch him. But T- Daniel knocks his ass to the floor mm-hmm. and it's here where we get. Okay. Turn down your volume, everybody. <laughs> Flashbacks from Karate Kid part three. Of all the abuse that Daniel got inflicted on him from Terry to remind everyone, like, this fight has been coming for 30 plus years. Like, this is it right here. This is like, this is what, I mean, this is what, this is the trauma right here. This is, and, and he kind of goes through the, uh, the Quicksilver method and the three rules and it kind of, kind of echoes what's happening. Um, and we get some badass shit that just happens here and I I was just screaming at the TV. It's like, yay! Oh my God. <laughs> How does Kim react when you do this? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there was, or did I, you even notice she was in the room anymore? <laughs> yeah, it was just tunnel vision. Just me and Daniel LaRusso. No, no, there was some stuff that happened at the beginning that we'll talk about, uh, <laughs> that I was screaming about. And she's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She couldn't hear what they were saying. And yeah. I paused it. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm probably going to be yelling a lot. So we can go back and rewatch. I can't just sit here. So I can't sit here in silence. <laughs> no, uh, no, we, we, yeah, the, I do subtitles on a lot, but I think Kim finds them distracting. Anyway, wow. anybody else wants to hear me talk about my girlfriend for the next, uh, hours to, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right. So Terry gets him down, has his arm bent back, uh, and then Terry, did I say Terry? Daniel gets him down. Anyway, yeah. Terry tries a George McFly punch <laughs> <laughs> where you see the classic, the fist bowling up. And I'm like, are we seriously? I think he's trying to do this bullet, right? Yeah. It, but it really, it's, it's the surprise of the punch coming. That is very George yeah. McFly. You can see but, you down there, <laughs> but it's a silver. Yes. Yeah, I called it the McFly silver bullet combo. Um, <laughs> But Daniel catches his fist between his elbow and his knee. That's not a reliable way to catch a fist, but okay. <laughs> that is amazing. When that happened, it looks, and it, it looks cool. So cool. When it, mm. it, it almost like the, the scene kind of like paused that he was holding him there and the camera like backed up a little bit. And yeah. I was like, oh my God. Mm. Now it would have been cooler if it was something that was kind of set up. Uh, hmm. that of this catch, but I think it was the 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 bomb under the table, so to speak, was the idea that yeah, maybe Kenny keeps trying this silver bullet out, and 
knocking the breath out of Hawk and Robbie. But if Terry unleashes it, they, it could be, you know, fatality. <laughs> you know, some Mola Ram stuff. <laughs> uh, but when he catches it between the elbow and his knee, it's just like, oh, my God, that was so slick. And then Daniel with his other fist like, just like lays his ass out with a punch. Uh, Terry comes at him again. Daniel just block, block, block. And then Hadouken. <laughs> <laughs> Is I mean I I, I call it because it looks like that in the uh, uh, the way he's, way he's holding both his fists there, but that was like Sam did that. And the, was that the the move that uh, Johnny said uh, show them the screaming eagle or something? Oh yeah, ooh I don't <clears> know <throat> that would have been oh man I, I'd like to go back and and look that up because I think, uh, I think when the kids did it they did it open palms, but he did it with his fists, so maybe it's not I don't know. But that would be interesting that he uses one of Johnny's moves that he taught Sam yeah, uh, against as if to bring in um, a little bit of Johnny into this fight, stuff he's learned from Johnny. Huh. Interesting. So Terry's knocked back and he's going to try one more dirty trick. He grabs the trophy and tries to clock him. He turns around and oh my God, I just about wept. Okay. I, <laughs> Daniel LaRusso crane kicks this piece of garbage to the ground. And I am just cackling. I'm screaming. I, uh, <laughs> that was the best, uh, around. <laughs> um, what'd you think? Were you like, oh, okay, crane kick. Okay. Still not realistic. It worked better in this instance because his opponent was not looking when he did the setup. <laughs> <laughs> did it run right into him? Yeah, he didn't like run into like a clearly telegraphed kick. He like turned around into it. So this works yeah. better than the original uh, cra- uh, crane kick. I just felt bad for Ralph Macchio, like <laughs> having to do that again because I know <laughs> I know for many many years it embarrassed him. You know, people are like the crane kick. I don't know. Maybe he's accepted it. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll see. <clears throat> I can't wait to read his book. I'm really looking forward to learning. Uh, I'm sure he's yeah. fine with it. He's a producer. He didn't have to do it if he didn't want to. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so, okay, I just want to say again, Daniel LaRusso crane kicked Terry Silver and knocked his ass out, and I'm so happy. Okay. <laughs> uh, was that Tori's trophy, by the way, you think? I don't know. Did she ever bring it in? Yeah, she did. They put it up on the, oh, on the shelf. Yeah, probably, probably was then. Just thematically, somehow, like the the object of the thing that he cheated to get, he's just knocked down. He's laying there on a broken glass. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I was a little bit uh, disappointed by the uh, like the narrative of how they're lining up the flashbacks with the current. Like it lined up like he can't can't stand, can't fight, can't blah blah blah, can't fight. And then they're like can't see, can't fight, and then he. So for that one, they kick him. He gets a crane kick to the chest. <laughs> Nothing to do with his eyes. <laughs> oh, wasn't his face? He didn't get kicked in the face. I oh, maybe, he got kicked but, in the face. But still, I don't know. It's you. You think he would have done something to his eyes? I don't know. Maybe that's too dirty. But <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what could he have done? Yeah, I don't know. Like that's that would still seem like Daniel Larusso. Yeah, yeah. Whip him with his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, pulls the hand drum out and like knocks the little petals and pe- pebbles into his eyes. It's like, yeah. Ow! Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I loved how it's like great. Like in the original movie, crane kick, everybody rushes in and hugs like Allie, you know, hugs Daniel. And this like immediately he's surrounded by Amanda, Sam and Anthony. And it's his family around him and hugging him. Mm. Um, and then uh, the Cobras, starting with Kenny, followed by Kyler, and then a bunch of anonymous people throw their merch at Terry's corpse as they, as they leave. Uh, I think this was a callback to something that got cut from the original. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they th- the Cobras threw their black belts at Crease um, after, the, after the tournament ends. But that got cut out or something or wasn't filmed. Um, there is a bit of trivia here. Um, apparently, uh, the kid who plays Kenny has mm-hmm. been stunt cast, like not stunt casted, like fan casted as like a Miles live action. Morales? Yeah. So he's wearing a red shirt with a little spider on it. Oh, nice. I didn't even notice. Yeah. It looks like a, it looks kind of almost like the, like a Spider-Man spider. It's really small. It's up on his shoulder, but his, his <clears> shirt, <throat> shirt is red. Yeah. He's also wearing it uh, in the epilogue. Uh, uh, so uh, let's get to the epilogue. Uh, and I got to say, this is uh, this is so like this is so cinematic. This part, and I think it's only because probably only because it just reminds me of Die Hard. Like, <laughs> like the cop cars are out there and the music's going and people are saying like, "Oh, we got through that, didn't we?" You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, ambulances are there. It just felt so cinematic. Even that, like, you're Robbie and Tori making up and then kissing. And then Sam and Miguel, same thing, where they get a kiss as well. It's like the end of a lot of movies. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kyler tells the cops that Cobra Kai was a cult. And he's just like, and that's a (laughs) K-Y-L-E. Or maybe he's talking to the press. I don't know. He's trying to get on the right side of history. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Stingray tells the truth to the cops. He says something about being under duress and mentions the Magna Carta for some reason. I have no <laughs> idea. Uh, Robbie tries talking to Kenny, but yeah, Kenny is too brokenhearted. He doesn't want to talk about it right now. He's just kind of standing there taking it all in. So I, I loved Kenny when he was introduced and, uh, hated him ever since and i'm looking forward to liking this character again <laughs> do you do you like any villains or do you only like heroes uh oh that feels like you really re- it feels like you really let yourself be emotionally manipulated by storytelling <laughs> and like <laughs> you're just like you're just like yes tell me how to feel <laughs> like yeah i don't yeah it could like, be do you like any villains uh, no, I, I mean, I like villains. I just, oh, Kenny is just so like, he's, I don't know, maybe it's because of his size or, uh, I, I don't know. It, it, he really, and it, it, Hawk got to me the same way. Uh, Robbie's uh, a bit too, you know? Um, yeah, he's, just, a, he's a little, he's a little, um, one note now, I guess. Yeah. I, he's doesn't, very doesn't much any, like, doesn't have any depth to him anymore. Yeah. He's always like fists and shoulders heaving and just like constantly. It's like yeah, all these interactions with Robbie where, um, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, uh, Sam and Miguel, the, Miguel tells her she, he loves her. <laughs> she says the same and they're they're back together. So I, I'm very happy that um, 
<clears throat> Miguel and Robbie are getting to, getting along, and they're getting along with their dad, and they're getting along with their girlfriends. Yep, series over. <laughs> I, I really, I mean, yeah, I I was a little surprised here with this makeup uh, with Sam because I don't know, maybe it just it's another one of those things I maybe half read and then looked away, but I thought this was going to be it for uh, Jolo. I wish I could pronounce his last name, but uh, you thought uh, he was leaving. I this was, yeah, I kept on making predictions that oh, Robbie's going to get paralyzed, or not Robbie, Miguel's going to get paralyzed again, or he and Sam are going to stay friends, and he's going to end up moving or something. Mm. But it would be so weird if like, because you know they're not going to get rid of the character of Carmen because there's a whole baby coming. Yeah, I mean it, they could pull that '70s show. <laughs> What did they do? They get rid of a character. They got rid of Eric, the main. Oh, they the did. Guy and like all the characters always hung out at Eric's house, and <laughs> Eric leaves, and they keep hanging out at his house with his parents. Wow. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> speaking of Carmen, the limo pulls up, and Carmen finally finds out that Johnny is actually not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, if she did, I we didn't get too much, like like. Wouldn't she like be in hysterics? Like you didn't have time to grieve. There's too much happening all around her. Just in shock, maybe. And Robin gets to find out that Chosen's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, I have in my notes just yay with uh, like eight A's. Um, (laughs) Yeah, when Chosen got out of the limo, uh, I just another one of those stand up and cheer moments (laughs) because again, I was just like, how dare this show take out Chosen to Gucci? Now uh, he's got a cool back scar. Yeah, yeah. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> yeah, but it's like all of your flesh. <laughs> they also like Chosen's maybe should have had Short Island iced tea. Which That was a good that, line. That's a joke after my heart right there. Yeah. Uh, Daniel also gets to talk to Mike, who stole Terry's painting. <laughs> he's like, I should help pay for the furniture store. Uh, I should hope so. I looked up the value of that painting and it is listed at a uh, hundred million dollars. I guess if that's ever, if it's ever found Whoa. it's worth a hundred million dollars. So yeah, several furnace furniture stores. I would, I would think <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terry is put in handcuffs. The cops say, Oh, is this stingray revised the statement. His lawyers are going to be very busy. Um, <clears throat> you think he's back next season? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking. Doing, I'm thinking it's doing the the crease role of sitting in jail, or does he not go to jail? Uh, I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. Imagine if he got he didn't go to jail. He's rich. He He's rich. <laughs> I, you know, maybe he decides to go a little international. I mean, with the big tournament coming, uh, maybe he decides to start running things from a different country. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> uh, Johnny says, "Let's hope Crease and Silver end up being cellmates." And the cop's like, you mean John Kreese? You didn't hear what happened? <laughs> All right. So uh, my next chapter is called My Way of the Fist. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Way. My Way has been used a lot. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of like, oh, I mean, I guess, you know, this seems like a very Kreese song. But yeah. And this isn't even uh, the Frank Sinatra version. This is the version by Paul Anka. <laughs> so. He's just um, <laughs> what's that? He's just as good. He's just yeah, whatever. I I, I don't care either way. He's I just a Canadian, to point it out. The Canadian 
Frank Sinatra. Oh, he is? Yeah, I believe so. <clears throat> oh, did I read it wrong? Is it Paul Anke? Hey. Anke. All right. Have you ever so... heard Paul Anka's version of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit? No. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Send awesome. it to you. You can listen to it after. Okay. <laughs> so Chris tells his therapist that he's accepted that his time is up. He's going to waste away in prison. He's made mistakes. He's learned some hard lessons and tried to pass that knowledge on to his students. But now his best student says all of that is going to be erased, which I mean, I mean, my, my rule number one of John Kreese <laughs> is never trust Kreese ever, mm-hmm. never, ever put anything past him. He will always stab you in the back or have some sort of devious plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's never like, maybe that's, could that be like the, what makes, could make Kreese better than Terry Silver is that his plans are not so like arch villain, evil bond villain type. It's more like more, home, more homegrown evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I was almost getting sold. I mean, when he starts, like he's, he, when he says like that, his best student is going to, like, I remembered what Johnny said that mm. I'm going to erase every memory, everything you've ever done. Uh, and to, to think that crease in like these later episodes where we're learning that crease really enjoyed being the teacher and valued working with kids. I mean, he also enjoyed mm-hmm. warping their minds and programming them, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, it's just his, you know, everybody's got their own teaching technique. Nobody's is right. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> and then he says he was a son to me and now I've lost him for good. And he starts kind of weeping. Yeah. And yeah, Martin Cove, like great job, like during this. Fooled us uh, again. Yeah. <laughs> the therapist gets close to him and tells him, you just got to keep fighting. You write yourself an ending you can be proud of. And I thought that was going to, that was, um, that was being very meta. I think the, I thought the show was being very meta mm-hmm. and going, and I was like, oh my God, is this like the end for Martin Cove as John Crease? Like, mm. could this be it? Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chris intervenes in a fight, and Gabriel is outraged. Sayonara, Sensei. He pulls out Chekhov's shiv, <laughs> and sticks. I counted. He sticks Chris at least eight times. Chris hits the floor. He's looking pale. Big old red smudge on his shirt. Which, watching it again, really does look like <clears throat> like melted jaw. <laughs> yeah, and how did he make himself look pale? <laughs> I, I, that and there's some uh, they added some CGI blood coming out of his back on the floor. Mm. Mm. I just I I I I I think we're missing a beat here, or maybe if they showed the extra beat, it this would is give like away the milk surprise. in the locker. We need to find out how. This is <laughs> yeah, but like I I I called. I was like, "There's that shiv. There's that shiv." But I don't understand how <coughs> Gabriel stabbed all these people stabbed uh crease like so many times in front while of applying melted jello to his body without like using right. an open palm to like slather it on him <laughs> i watched this thing like the zapruder tape um <laughs> like when crease is sitting at the lunch table he does have like a a, a jello in front of him mm. and when he stood up i was like watching the scene slowly and I, it, the jello just stays on his tray. It doesn't go anywhere. So maybe Gabriel uh, has some jello that he shoves onto crease as he's pretending to shiv him. 
I guess. He's also like shoving a shiv. <laughs> and it doesn't, it looks like the blade is sticking out from his hand. Yeah. I don't so, know. We just got to believe it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so did um, you, he was dead? I did. I mean, the guard took his pulse. Mm. And, and he was looking pale. And How there's blood running his out of his back. I don't know, <laughs> but I, uh, I will say right here. My initial reaction was, yeah, I was outraged. <laughs> even for crease dying, even for crease dying. I was like, do not kill crease. You can't kill crease. <laughs> I mean, if he died of old age or something, he got like a, this seems so disconnected from the rest mm. of the story. I thought it was kind of cheap to not have Johnny there mm-hmm. or, I guess it was supposed to just be like a like he got closure on his feelings, like he admitted his feelings. Now we, now he can go away. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I was I was really mad because they really did convince me. Like mm. uh, I thought he was dead for sure, but he's but, not. So yeah, <laughs> we're, we're we're zero deaths for this series, and <laughs> and a few fakeouts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, will they ever pull the trigger? <laughs> I don't know. And and if they do it now, it's just I don't know. It's we won't believe it. <laughs> I mean, I I did read an interview with the uh, the big three, and they said, and he and I think it was Hurwitz that said, like you know, I don't think we were ready. Like we we're ready to take things a little uh, more violent, um, but I don't think we. Uh, I don't even. I'm not, he might have said we don't have the right to kill off these characters or he or something to that effect. Or at mm. least at this point, maybe, you know, I don't I'm sure he's leaving any they're leaving any door open. But um yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, you gotta kill someone. Like Martin Cove's not getting any younger. Like yeah, he can't I, I, he can't convince of convincingly uh do the fight scenes anymore. They have to cut to young uh, crease, you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it's very cool that Chris gets to rise from the dead for like what the fourth time now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm wondering if he'll be in the next season or if that's the end of his story is they just did. They didn't want to kill him, but they wanted to have him go out free, a free man, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it seems like a perfect end for the character, but something tells me, and I wrote this down. <laughs> he, he can't just let Cobra Kai guns be bygones. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, <laughs> please no. A um, couple other notes I had from this ending. Uh, I love that when the doctor's like, please, I'm begging you. And he's like, for what? Mercy? <laughs> and we had this great POV shot from the doctor's perspective where Kreese is just kind of coming at him and looking like really like sinister, if anything. Mm. And I think they were trying to echo uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, it, it was very similar to that. Yeah, yeah. I like the one move he did on the uh, on the guard, where like he was still laying down, and he just like grabbed the guard's head and brought it down onto his knee while he was still laying on the gurney. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, when Doctor Kreese steps out, that yellow shirt and tie he's wearing really mm-hmm. looked a lot like what Johnny wore the first time he was trying to get a normal job, <laughs> like in the first season. Um. He jiggles the door to the outside. We get a flashback of Crease lifting the therapist's key card and he uses it and walks out and it's great. He's smirking. And then the Cobra Kai logo comes up and uh, 
I just, I don't see that as the end. I see that as, uh, I'm ready. Uh, I, 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 let, I'm going to, I mean, Johnny and Daniel screwed him. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I think it's going to be something like he, if anything, if he's not interested in bringing Cobra Kai back, uh, he wants to get revenge against Johnny and, and Daniel. Yeah. What am I saying? He's going to be in the next season. They, they set up his relationship with master Kim. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, they seem like a perfect match to, I mean, Cobra Kai is now in the, the, this, okay. Let's get into our season six theory. Since, yeah. uh, uh, like the Seikai Taikai, Seikai Taikai, Cobra Kai is in the merged dojo that we still don't have a name for. How mm-hmm. dare they, they drop that. Like what's our, what's going to be our name. And I will find out next season, <laughs> but Cobra Kai has whatever form Cobra Kai is, uh, is, is invited. Like all their students left, but I guess like the, I, they'll be against all Korean students next time. I mean, maybe are they uh, all taking a trip to Korea and the whole thing takes place in Korea or I well, actually, no, maybe the tournament doesn't take place there. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> and there is that implied, um, connection between, Crease and Kim from the flashback. Uh, I mentioned how they she like smiled at him. They smiled at each other, yeah. or whatever. And she and was that, expecting Crease, wasn't she, when she got off the plane? Yeah, yeah. So I can imagine once he gets out that you know he. Well, I don't know. Does see? I was coming up with all this like, oh, Crease has this master plan. He's been working with Kim the entire time, but it, I guess not. I mean, maybe they could say that in season six, uh, but. Uh, also, and uh, another thing is uh, Miguel's father. I don't think we've seen the last of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hector. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Miguel kind of got away, and Hector didn't really even get to find out that it was his son. He's going to find out. Yeah. <clears throat> Somehow. Because there's got to be, like, Johnny and Carmen are going to have this baby. There's got to be some sort of drama there. I think Hector could bring a lot of that. Yeah. <clears throat> Gosh, if they're going to get, like some sort of like Mexican organized crime thing happened <laughs> with Hector. It's going to get like, it's, you think this season was <laughs> dark and bloody. Yeah. Guns will be involved. Yeah. Right. Someone will get terrored. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, uh, sorry. I, I, I did want to mention uh crease. Like I was like, Oh God, crease is going to be on the run. Maybe he's going to have to go to Korea and work with Sensei Kim there, but then I then I realized like wait no his charges are for assaulting Stingray which are going to be dropped so the mm. only thing he could get in any sort of trouble for is that as breaking out of prison really mm. and I could see that getting dismissed and assaulting well, those two guards and the doctor yeah <laughs> yeah mm. yeah I'm maybe not sure. maybe some sort of reduced sentence or something mm. <clears throat> you know who else is in jail who. Besides Terry Silver now? Uh, well, who knows? Maybe. Uh, Dutch. Dutch. The last time we heard about Dutch, he's in jail. <laughs> so if you're looking for more uh, uh, previous uh, Karate Kid cast members to bring in, you got to bring in Chad McQueen. That's him and Hillary Swank are all that's left. What about Snake and Dennis? Terry? Uh, uh. <laughs> the, moment, the moment has passed. <laughs> Uh, Julie has to jump in. Uh, I did see a little article in Deadline, I think it was. Um, 
Hillary was promoting her new show, Alaska Daily, which is probably going to be canceled because I've never heard of it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, she, uh, they asked her about Cobra Kai as she's been approached or whatever. And her quote is, I was told I'm supposed to only keep it to Alaska Daily. So I guess that question is for another time. Swank told Deadline with a laugh. <laughs> so does another time mean like, don't ask me about that now? Or maybe we could talk about this some other time. <laughs> the fact that she said, had a little laugh there, you know, they got to do it. <clears throat> I guarantee she's at least had a conversation if anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, say Kai Taikai is probably going to be cool. a big event for Kumite. <sighs> I really Can't want Kumite while yawning. <laughs> I really want it to go full blood sport. <laughs> I got to say the, the the violence and the language has really amped up a bit in season five. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a little weird. I, I even see, I saw like a, somebody on Twitter, like complained about this, like these are family movies and now they're, you know, uh, and you know, I have, I have some of those same complaints, but I'm also like, well, it, I mean, I feel bad for my kids are not going to be able to watch Cobra Kai for a few years, but, uh, mm. um, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it, adults will swear. Teenagers will, will swear. If yeah. you're having karate fights, there will be blood. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it's, it's still tame enough. It's not, it's not yeah. breaking bad. <laughs> right. Right. There's nobody being <laughs> boiled in acid or anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's that. That's coming. The new movie is coming. The new movie uh, if we haven't mentioned it already, is uh, so let me read the uh, press release uh, just a little. Sony Pictures sent out a press release detailing some new additions and changes to its release schedule. And right at the top was the following: Karate Kid, Columbia Pictures, June seventh, two thousand twenty-four. Followed by the phrase, "The return of the original Karate Kid franchise." So huh. that's almost forty years to the day. By the way that the first film was released uh, and also the day after my birthday. So <laughs> they've got to have something cooking. I, I don't know what's, what's happening. Uh, there's no synopsis. There's nothing from the studio about a cast or any sort of crew who's directing it. There is a quote from John Hurwitz though, uh, behind Cobra Kai. He says, the guys and I would love to make a karate kid, make karate kid and Cobra Kai movies and hope to someday. But this one isn't from us or focused on the Cobra Kai cast. Don't know much about it, but wish it well. So that tells me that Ralph Macchio, William Zabka, they're not even going to be involved in it. You know, because they are the original Karate Kid series. Yeah. But what does that mean? Recast Daniel. Yeah. I mean, are they just going to redo Karate Kid the right way? (laughs) Maybe they're maybe they're doing the young Miyagi that you always wanted, and Miyagi is the Karate Kid. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's a huge, uh, it's a very, very vague, very uh, wide, uh, c- covering a wide territory by saying the return of the original Karate Kid franchise. I mean, that's what is that like? And and if the original cast isn't involved because they're involved in Cobra Kai, and I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. They're, I mean, they're producing it and everything. There's no way they just like, oh, yeah, sure, we well, can be in this movie. But Sony mm. also owns Cobra Kai, too. So mm. it's very confusing. Um, maybe it's maybe it's a well, yeah, I don't know. 
<laughs> I was about to say maybe it's a movie continuation of Cobra Kai, but John Hurwitz just said they're not involved. So. Yeah, they'd like to do it someday. Yeah. So it would have to be some sort of prequel, right? If anything? I, I... It would have to be if it's in the same universe, but it's not using any of the actors. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's either young Daniel in Newark <laughs> or is, is, is it's the story of his one class at the YMCA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he rises to the top. Um, yeah. Cause you'd have to call it karate kid. Who would be your karate kid? And just, I, yeah, it sounds, Miyagi. <laughs> it sounds, that's the best theory I, I've heard so far. It's, it's, it's Miyagi. It's gotta be Miyagi. <laughs> so we get somebody, uh, awesome in that role and uh and we run through the whole the whole drama i mean gosh they could make it epic they could have him yeah, leaving Okinawa. yeah but again it, it, i think i think the average american audience would go would would see a movie saying the karate kid or a karate kid story or yeah. something like that and expect young kid fighting bullies going against the odds being in a tournament not uh Miyagi, young young Miyagi, uh, is in love with uh, his best friend's girlfriend, who's uh, betrothed to him, and then has to be in a death match, and the and then has to leave Okinawa, and then and then has to go to war, and then goes to war, and his wife <laughs> like that sounds really sad too. Yeah. I could see that over like a limited series or something, but mm. so I gotta say, uh, as uh, one of the hosts of Karate Kid Minute, I have no idea what's going on here yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm scared too i'm really scared it even though they said the original karate kid uh franchise franchise it's probably just going to be another reboot yeah i assume yeah right <clears throat> well uh amazing season and really uh an amazing uh uh year with you matt uh <laughs> running through two movies at a season uh, I, I guess I hope I really hope everybody's okay with us uh, holding off on that uh, Karate Kid. Re- I mean, you, you pretty much ex- know what you're gonna get there. Uh, so uh, yeah. <laughs> there probably is gonna be a portion of the audience that likes the movie that won't listen to that podcast episode anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> we're doing you a favor, but uh, we will be back November Decemberish for uh, Bob Dearden. If there's any, I'm I'm, I'm Meeting the man himself, Mr. Macchio, at his book signing the day his his book Waxing On is released on October 18th. So maybe there's a bonus episode there where I tell you about the book and I tell you about uh, how yeah that Ralph you and Ralph Macchio are now best friends. Yeah, we're all best friends now. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's the better outcome. We have karate kid in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Give me your number. (laughs) Yeah, I want to be on. Yeah, Billy Zabka wants to be on too. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Want to be in season six? Uh, yeah, yeah. You you just have to be Stingray's best friend. He doesn't have any lines. <laughs> he just kind of like constantly looks at Stingray like you are the coolest person in the room right now. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, I think that's I think that's about it. Uh, you got anything else? <laughs> no, no, that's it. We've gone quite a while. I hope you guys all like the supersized finale and don't mind that we're going to be uh, coming back at you with a couple, maybe a couple more bonus episodes for the end of the year. Stay subscribed. Uh, email karatekidminute at gmail.com with any of your, uh, you know, 
comments, uh, anything negative, I will send directly to Matt. Uh, but anything positive, I will read and cry. And <laughs> thank you all. Um, uh, social media, look for Karate Kid Minutes. And of course, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, thank you again, Matt. Really appreciate uh, your friendship and your co-hostship as well. <laughs> no problem. This was fun. We'll, get, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs> Uh, because yeah they have not played you're the best around or gloria love yet so uh we'll be back there's more story to squeeze out (laughs) just a little bit more yeah (laughs) all right well until next time penis breath how could you